Hello friend and welcome back to another week of the Project Lumiere podcast. Um, wow, thank you so, so much for tuning in. I'm super excited for this week's episode. Um, I'm actually recording this um, on my first full day of being 18. Woo, yesterday was my birthday. Um, it was great. <laughs> you know, it's funny how like you, um, you, there's so much, ex- not even expectation because I don't do expectations. I rather sharp expectant. But um, it's funny how there's so much, you know, like, you know, like, oh my goodness, this is the day, this is the day. And like, you know, so much everything go leading up to the day. And the day comes and like, it goes by so quickly. And because I had school yesterday, by the time that school was over and I got home, it was already like four o'clock in the afternoon. And like, you know, most of the day is gone, but otherwise it was a good day. And um, I'm feeling great today. So <laughs> that's good, especially since I went to bed late last night. Uh, but yeah, anyway, that's not quite relevant. But anyway, um, I've just said, but anyway, quite a few times. Excuse me for that. Um, but yeah, thank you so, so much for tuning into this week's episode. And um, it's going to be a good one. And it's kind of all over the place because I'm touching on like two, three different things. Um, but yeah, so today I just wanted to talk about friendships and um, navigating friendships and also trusting God when you can't see what's coming and I was actually I've just started reading the book of Esther and oh I literally I I because I started today and my bible has little like like a not a summary but like you know like what the book is about or like a theme that the book um emphasizes and it was about um trusting God and how you might not know what the plan is now but God's got a great plan for you and I was like whoa it literally like hit me because that's the season I'm in right now you know at the moment um literally just excuse me just seeing where the Lord takes me and just like enjoying everything as it comes because I don't know what the future looks like you know and actually I don't know if you ever truly know what the future looks like but yeah so that's what today is all about before we start let's go ahead and pray and yeah so let's pray father god i just thank you so so much for this beautiful day lord i thank you for whoever is on the other side of this listening i thank you that it's not a coincidence um it's not just it didn't just happen but it's for a divine purpose lord and so i pray um that you know that it wouldn't be me speaking but you speaking through me um and you working through my life jesus um, and yeah, I just thank you so, so much for this beautiful platform where I just get to share more about you and share more about what you're doing in my life, Lord. And yeah, thank you for this beautiful day and thank you for life and life in abundance. In your precious name I pray. Amen. Um, all right, so just to dive right in. So yo, know, this year has been um kind of really um uh a transitioning kind of season type thing happening and I'm more in like a waiting but like a trusting kind of season anyway um but yeah I think I personally think no one or very few people speak about the transition from high school to tertiary um so to university or even to like um out of high school just that big transition because it is a really big transition excuse me that was my tummy rumbling um it is such a big transition like i think people speak about the transition f- 
from um i don't know in high school from grade 9 to grade 10 you know choosing your subjects here in south africa or the transition from grade 11 to matric or the even the transition from primary school to high school even the transition from like single to engaged and then engaged to married or like from being married to being a mom but people do not speak about the transition <clears throat> from the end of high school into tertiary and like just out of high school regardless of what you're doing right because you could be taking a gap year um you could be studying you could be working whatever it is okay and i think that it is such a major transition like your friends you're not seeing them every single day of your life anymore they're doing different things um friends will be leaving like i have one friend she left for europe um my other friend she was away for i think about like four five i don't know months um like in america and so like you know there's all this change you know and like you get to university and there's so many people and for a lot of people they're experiencing freedom that they never experienced before you know and like they might get even involved in a different crowd that than they ever experienced before you know and just like there is such major change and i think one of these major change is friendships because friendships change and evolve and especially for me it was re- like a really big thing because I found such an amazing group of friends in high school and not a lot of people get that. But then now to transition out of high school into university and into post high school um is quite a thing, you know, because like you're trying to hold on to these friendships and not not like bashing anyone or anything like that because all these ladies are super great and I still love them so so much and I value their friendship so so much, you know. But I just think I went a, sort of about it the wrong way and um and I know personally that I do not have friendships nailed down. I am not the best of fr- a friend, like the best a friend can be. Um, I'm not a terrible friend, but like, you know, I just, I feel like I could definitely improve, but can't we all. But yeah, so I just wanted to chat about that. And I wrote just a few points down that I've learned in the last um, nine months uh, with being post-school or whatever. Also, isn't it crazy that this year is almost over? I swear, uh, not I swear, this year has gone by so, so quickly and it's scary to me because I'm like, if this is only my um, 18th year of life, how quickly is like the 25th one and like the 50th one gonna go by? Um, but yeah, anyway, so the first point is don't discount friends because they're in a different season than you. Um, I think this is such a big one because different people go through different seasons you know and I think also with this you have to let friends be you know like your friendship is not going to look the same now than it did in high school you know um or now than it looked back then you know and um and some friends are only for a season um there's a quote something like friends are either for for their whoa um, friends are either there for a season or for a reason. I think it goes like that. Um, and so don't discount friends because they're in a different season than you. And I think for me this was because a lot of my friends are in a different season or friends that I had in high school are in a different season than me, you know. And it's so easy to say, yeah, well, you know, they're all getting together today, but I've got so much work from Varsity and they won't understand, Um, so I'm not going to go, you know. And like this like almost victimizing mentality kind of thing. Uh, not quite victimizing, but 
I hope that makes sense. So don't discount friends because they're in a different season than you. Um, and then another big, big one for me was just that different people do things differently. Even if your friend um, doesn't talk to you for a while, let them be, right? So different people do things differently. You know, people are adjusting to new university environments. People are adjusting to new environments in their new adventures, whatever it is. And I think you need to give people that space and not have you know and not be like you didn't talk to me for this amount of time so like you know like like I don't want to talk or you know like not trivial things but like you know that kind of thing like just let it be if that makes sense if someone is meant to be in your life they will be in your life they will make the effort if they're not they won't and you move on with your life you know and don't be so hung up on like you know oh this didn't happen and this didn't happen like just let it be you know give people their space if they want their space give them their space you know um but you know don't be catty or anything like that, you know, but just give people their space and, like, let everyone navigate things because it's hard for you, but, like, this season is hard for you, it might be hard for you, but it's also hard for them, you know, and so it's just remembering that, that a friendship is a two-way street and that sometimes things will look a bit different and you just have to let it go and I think with this, like, just embrace the unknowns, you know, like, people will, might, like, like I was saying, one of my close friends, she's moved to Europe, you know, and that's kind of scary because like, you know, Europe, I mean, that's pretty far away from South Africa, but you just have to embrace the unknowns, you know, like, I don't know what my next season will look like, you know, I don't know how my friendships are going to develop and evolve and improve and just, you know, go on from here, you know, I don't know that, but that's okay, you just have to jump into the unknowns and this is actually going to transition into something um that because I've got a few more points about the friendship thing but after this I just wanted to get into like trusting God in the known and waiting on him you know but yeah actually um should I okay so actually I'm gonna transition to this and then I'm gonna come back to the friendships okay and so um and so something that God has really been putting on my heart lately um is just to wait on him if that makes sense and to trust him like there's been some things that I've just been praying for and I've been like you know Lord like please can I have this you know um please please can I have this or you know I want to be in this season or whatever um not that I'm not unhappy not that I'm unhappy with where I am because I'm so so grateful with where the Lord has me and just like oh the just all that this new season has for me it's been such a beautiful season and truly truly like finding true contentment or being content in the lord changes everything friend i'm telling you it changes everything and you will never be the same um and you know life is just so much more beautiful but he's just been prompting me to wait and also something um is that god has you right where he needs you i think for me this is also kind of a big yeah lately it was kind of a big thing especially because I was like lord look all my friends are doing all these super cool things you know they're going there they're doing this they're meeting these people and I'm right where I was you know like three years ago you know I still don't have my drivers still don't have this still don't have this still don't have this you know and I'm exactly where I was 
three years ago, you know, and like, look, all my friends are doing all these things and I'm still serving in the same ministry, which is fine. I'm I'm not saying that you should like hop around from ministries, but for me, I was just saying like, Lord, I'm in the same season that I've been in for ages, you know? Um, and I think the Lord prompted me and just reminded me that firstly, I am not the same person that I was three years ago. You know, things have shifted. Ch- <laughs> wow. Things have shifted things have changed um my perspective on a lot of things have changed and like the way that God has been working in me has changed um and my attitude towards certain things have changed and the friendships that I've had have changed and so I am not the same person that I was three years ago and I'm not actually in the same place that I was three years ago because yes it may look like it's externally I still don't have certain things that I didn't have three years ago but God has been working and moving and um shifting and changing in me and um and just this thing I actually I think I was going to post an Instagram with this um anyway but it just says God has you right where he needs you 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 and I think understanding this is um is such a big thing you know because it's so easy not even out of like jealousy or or envy but to look around you and say like lord i'm in the same place where i've been you know i've been in the season lord you know like what are you doing and just to remind a friend that god has you right where he needs you god has you right where he needs you you know and um and also i was listening to this sermon by lecrae and it's life's deserts storms and deserts and it was just saying that a desert season in your relationship with god is an invitation to go deeper you know and i find this so profound because oftentimes when you when you're questioning um whether or not I'm in the right place you know like why does everything feel stagnant why do I feel like I'm in the same place that I was three years ago whatever it is is when you're in one of these lives like deserts you know where like for me nothing bad is happening I'm in a I'm not in a like a hectic storm you know where everything around me is like falling apart and everything I just sort of feel like I'm in a desert you know like everything is sort of dry and like I'm not, you know, my relationship with God isn't exactly where I want it to be, but also like I'm sort of getting there, you know, it's just like a, like a dry season and trusting God is hard. Okay. Like waiting on God and trusting on him is so hard because you literally can't see the future. You know, the best way that I can explain it is it's like you have blinders on. Like I can see, I I feel like I explained this in a few weeks ago, but like it's, so it's essentially like I can see everything happening around me, right? Because I have vision and thank you, Lord, for glasses and optometrists because otherwise I wouldn't be able to see quite clearly. Um, But I can see everything happening around me. But like when it comes to my future, I feel like I have blinders on, you know, and I feel like my eyes are shielded, if that makes sense. Like I genuinely do not know what my future looks like and that's so scary because I think you know like for example when you're in high school right you know that if you're in grade 10 you know that the next year you're definitely going to be in grade 11 right and that's what your future looks like then the year after that you're going to be in matric you know um I don't know maybe if you have a kid you know that okay this year your kid is turning two next year this beautiful kid is going to turn three and the year after that they're going to turn four you know and like I don't know if that makes sense like you know that about your future you know like and 
um and so you know that about your future right and obviously futures change and um life happens and things change and nothing is certain in life because you know yeah no day is certain but um I think that especially in this season I'm literally learning to just rely on God so so much you know and just to be like you know I don't know what this looks like or this time next year I don't know what that's going to look like obviously I have varsity you know and like next year I'll be second year varsity but like it feels like I have blinders on my eyes you know like I said and I and I can see everything around me and I'm enjoying the present but I can't see the future you know and I think there's actually some beauty to this um where it's kind of like you know like just embracing the moment and living in the moment and living right where God has you you know um and just also just like waiting on him you know waiting on him is such an important concept and so now going to the book of Esther because I'm reading sorry about that there we go so because I'm reading I just started reading the book of Esther right and so my bible just says this All right, and so my Bible just says this. Um, is God putting your life together according to some plan, or do you just happen to have your looks, your brain, your talents, your abilities? You can look ahead and know what God is preparing you for, but you can't, sorry, you can't look ahead and know what God is preparing you for, but God definitely has something special in mind. And I was like, whoa, um, <coughs> Oh, sorry. Sorry if you're wearing earphones. <laughs> um, but I was like, whoa, you know, like, Lord, that's so cool. And then I was reading because I, I just read the first two chapters of Esther. And how crazy is this? Okay, so listen <laughs> while you're listening. But, okay, how crazy is this? So King Xerxes had um a feast, right? The banquet um where he asked Vashti to come and display her beauty, right? And she was like, no. I'm not going to do that. Um, and it actually says because she, in the Bible it says because she was beautiful to look at, right? Um, and so this happens. So the banquet starts in the third year of King Xerxes' reign, right? And it lasts for 180 days, okay? So like if that was in the beginning of the year, that's like halfway through the year. But if, if it was like halfway through the year, then that's going into the fourth year, right? So around like the third or fourth year of King Xerxes' reign, is when Queen Vashti, when he divorces Queen Vashti and, like, she she can't come be- before the king no more, right? And she has to leave the palace, okay? And then, how crazy is this? And then, um, so Esther, because it says in the Bible, before they, the, um, the girls went before the king, because, um, you should read the book of Esther, by the way, but basically what happens is that, um, so the king realizes, wait a minute, I got rid of my queen I don't have a queen anymore so then he goes into the land um and he puts out like a edict or you know something like that and he's like you know I want all the virgins to come to my palace and like so that I can find a queen right and so every single one of them before they go before the king before they before they go before the king so what would happen is they went before the king um for one night and then what would happen is they would leave and um they or they would leave if he didn't want to see them again, or they would, like, stay, um, if he was interested, if that makes sense, and then from there he chose the queen, um, and so, Esther had to undergo 12 months of beauty treatments, okay, 12 months of, like, they say, like, perfumes, and, like, perfume treatments, and, like, oil treatments, and whatever, okay, 
um also I saw a meme the other day and it was like the book of Esther was um the first <laughs> biblical bachelor the first bachelor which was really funny but anyway um okay it's so a 12 months of beauty treatments right um and then she only met King Xerxes not even got married met King Xerxes in the 10th month of the seventh year of his reign so the banquet happened in the third year okay King Queen Vashti had to leave in like the third or fourth year okay for 12 months Esther had to go and undergo beauty treatments right but then she only even met King Xerxes in the seventh year so that leaves with taking out the beauty treatments right so fourth to seven that's three years so that's like two that's actually with actually no mind <laughs> i was trying to do maths but it, it didn't work out so between like the fourth and seventh year okay that's like three years three plus years okay of esther waiting on the lord okay and like her beauty treatments and stuff was her preparing or her waiting season and i thought this was so profound you know and so for all this time esther just had to wait on the lord she had to trust him wholeheartedly that the lord knew what he was doing because he does know what he's doing um and that the lord would lead her to in whatever he's leading her you know and how crazy is that so she literally just had to fully fully trust the lord and wait on the lord and i was like girl you are not the only one who is waiting on the lord okay you are not the only one who has to trust on the lord and trust in the lord you know the lord's timing is not our timing but what's also crazy is that his plans for esther um, were infinitely better than she ever could have imagined or she ever could have done for herself right um, if you know what happens later on in the book or as the book progresses essentially what happens is that um, Esther oh I didn't even say this um, when Esther met her he was attracted to her more than any other of the girls and so then they got married okay and so what happens um, is that one of the kings um, one of the kings like not right-hand men, but, like, you know, king's councils or whatever, Haman, I don't know what he was actually called, but, um, he just hates the Jews, and he wants to kill all the Jews, um, and so he, he goes to the king, and he's like, there's a people who, like, don't worship you, and, like, they want to wage war against you, can we kill them all, and the king signs the thing, and the, um, the edict that this can happen, but then Esther then goes to her husband, the king, and she's like, um, because she kept her, like, her nationality hidden, um, and then she went to him, and she was like, listen, I am, there is someone here who's trying to kill me, right, um, what Haman is doing, he's trying to kill me and my people, because I'm Jewish, you know, and so then, eventually, um, (laughs) the king hung Haman, actually, on the pole that he, Haman had built to kill, um, Mordecai, who was Esther's cousin, because Haman didn't like Mordecai, um, but yeah, and so, and so Haman was killed, and then the king put out another edict, and he said, you know, on the day where the Jews were designated to be killed, they can fight back, and, um, and if someone goes, like, goes and tries to kill them, they can kill them back, you know, and get, like, that person's, like, land and everything and whatever, and so, yeah, and so Esther literally saved her entire people, and so God's plan for Esther was infinitely beautiful than she ever could have imagined, but behind the scenes, before all this happened, you know, all the saving her people and stuff, for three plus years, maybe even four years, whatever it was, okay, Esther had, things had to happen in the background, and Esther just had to trust that God was 
is faithful because he is faithful and that god was working in her favor and she had to wait on god okay and i think that's so profound and actually i was listening to a sermon by um vu church and i think it was pastor rich wilkerson love love his sermons um who was saying that god works what slow fast okay so like god works slowly right like everything is being prepared behind the scenes right so this is like three plus years of queen vashti going out of the picture and King Xerxes like you know looking for another queen and it's his beauty treatments yada 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 so that's like three plus years okay which is a decent amount of time and then he works fast okay and like once everything is set in place you know everything happens so quickly you know like Esther had to really like you know step up her game and like um and go before the king um even though she there was a chance that she could have been killed because she went um before him like in I think it was, like, in this place where, like, no one was allowed to go before him, if that makes sense. If that makes sense. So, like, for example, if someone is in a business meeting, like, back then, he wasn't in a business meeting. But, like, if someone is in a business meeting and um he, the guy says, like, listen, anyone who interrupts this will be killed. And then Esther went, uh, and then the woman comes in and interrupts it and so it was kind of like that um read Esther for yourself it'll make more sense um but yeah so it was kind of like that and so there she escaped death because then King Xerxes was like no don't kill her she's my wife and then eventually you know she saves her whole people right so God works slow fast and so sometimes when God is working slow it is like Lord this is taking so long like why am I still here why do I have to like wait on you and trust in you um, but yeah, you know, and God has you right where he needs you. God has you right where he wants you. Sometimes things are working behind the scenes and, um, and it's funny, there was this thing I was saying, um, you know, trying to force things will cause you to arrive to your destination or will cause you to arrive at, to the right place at the wrong time. And then nothing's going to happen, right? Because you're at the right place at the wrong time, but you have to get to the right place at the right time at god's perfect timing um yeah and so that's just what i wanted to share with you guys oh wait i still have to go back to the friendship thing um and so yeah just trust in the lord wait on him um and then just the last couple of things for friendship um ooh, okay um don't discount the people who've always been around you or the new friends god's god puts in your life i think it's so easy to forget about like friends you've had forever you know or like um, new people who who those friendships look a, dif- a bit different so don't discount those um, because God has them in your life for a reason right um, and then second last one if a friendship is not meant to be it will drift apart naturally don't force it away unless um, unless you know like it's toxic and you have to right so so if a friendship is not meant to be it won't be you know um, and it will drift apart and things just won't work out but um but don't force away friendships that God could have used for good just because um just because you don't want not you don't want to be friends with this person because if you don't want to be friends with someone you shouldn't be friends with them but just because they don't look like the friend that you want if that makes sense or um I hope that makes sense. Um, but yeah, don't push away people that God could have used for good in your life. Um, just because they look a certain way or because 
they they're a little bit different but also on the flip side if this like a friendship is toxic um then you should just like cut it out of your life you know and then the last thing i think this is so so important your i have i'm not great at this because <laughs> my immediate reaction is like go talk to people but if you don't agree with a friend's life choices or decisions talk to to god about it first and then to them not to another friend okay i said at first talk to them or god about it but you first talk to god about it um and then them not to the to not to another friend you know because going around saying this person did this to this friend and then to this friend is your it's going to cause you problems so just if you don't agree with something a friend's doing or decisions they've made first talk to god about it first 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 bubble talk to god about it then talk to them but don't go around talking to everyone else um and so yeah that's that's it for this week thank you so so much for listening friend um yeah whether you're listening to this at eight o'clock in the morning is it eight o'clock in the morning yeah or ten o'clock at night it's going to be a good day don't forget that mondays are for the project lumiere please share this podcast with everyone you know i'm um, also big 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 thing okay my website is no longer zoelishisinsider.com um it is the project lumi.wordpress.com i'm working on that um because i need to just sort that out but in the meantime while we're transitioning it is the project lumi.wordpress.com but if you don't want to remember that the link is in the show notes below or you can go to the project lumiere instagram at the project lumiere um and just click on the link there and then there'll be the option to go to the blog. You can go from there. So please, 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 zoelicious.zoeliciousinsider.com is no longer um our domain and our blog home. I think also it's transitioning because my whole website used to be, and brand like used to be Zoelicious Insider, but now it's going to the Project Lumiere. And so yeah, please, 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 um remember that. Just click the link in the show notes and then just for our ending quote it's by morgan harper nichols and it said and it says this is so beautiful i'm under the weight of things unknown and unseen she knows he god would lead her right where she needs to be so under the weight of things unknown and unseen she knows he would lead her right where she needs to be and he is god so yeah thank you so so much for listening friend um i truly appreciate you share with everyone and have a good day bye